Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz podcast, where we get together and chat about our small business over some champagne or whatever bubbly may be around. Um, This week, I'm excited to to have a guest who is also a podcaster um, and a coach. Uh, Her name's Alana. Dawson, and she's the co-host of Mom Wants More podcast. So thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, before we dive into all the, you know, the fun nitty gritty questions and everything, um, what are you drinking today? I am drinking a Pog Mimosa. So I'm here in Hawaii um, talking to you and I decided that probably I should keep it like authentic and real. It's a little too early for a Mai Tai. So uh, for those listeners who don't know what Pog is, it's passion orange guava. It's a favorite here on the islands. And so I just mixed it with some Prosecco. Pretty delicious. Yeah, it's like the perfect like summertime drink. Yeah. How about you? What are you drinking? Um, I went with the Underwood, uh, just like the dry bubble. So I was going to try um, the house wine. They have a rosé bubble. I couldn't decide which one I wanted, but... Where I live, it's kind of, it's like really windy today. So it just doesn't, it's kind of chilly. So I wasn't feeling the rosé bubbles, which is like summer to me. So I went with this one. (laughs) Perfect. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's good. It's nice and dry and, you know, so it's perfect. And like the the servings are great. Just like a can, you know, and like you're done. So you don't have to like pop a bottle and have that open for the whole time. Right. Because it's so hard sometimes it. Like for me, if I'm drinking by myself, I'm not going to finish a whole bottle. And so I love the cans for that exact reason. Yeah, I agree. I love it. Um, So yeah, I was browsing your website today and I noticed that you say you live in Idaho and Hawaii, but you're just there for the summer. That's right. So I, (laughs) we have a unique situation. Um, A military spouse, my husband has served for the past 18 years and we've kind of traveled. Yeah, we've traveled all all around the the US. And so right now my I have two girls, 12 and 9, and we live in Idaho, just outside Boise. That's where um, my husband and I are both were both bor- born and raised. And so but he is stationed here in Hawaii for um just a short period of time. And so we live apart, but we got to come and stay with him for the summer. So that has been awesome. So yeah. much that it looks like I've never been to Hawaii, but I've heard just like amazing things. Like it's just paradise. It is. It's so great today. Same as you today. It's a little windy and and chillier. And when I say chilly, like for for anybody who's lived in Hawaii for an extended amount of time, like anything that drops below seventy, we like to call it chilly. You know, and throw on a hoodie. So yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's a little bit colder today. But. Yeah, that's funny. Um, so yeah, you're not that far from me. Uh, Boise, I'm like in Oregon. So I'm about six hours-ish from awesome. you. Awesome. Yeah. What part? My my co-host from the podcast also lives in Oregon. So what part of Oregon? Oh, cool. Um, I'm in the Columbia River Gorge. So I'm like an hour east of Portland uh, in Hood River. Okay, perfect. She lives in um, Grants Pass. 
Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Southern owner, like what's your business? She does it help give us the, the spiel. Yeah. So my story to entrepreneurship is a, is kind of a little bit, um, roundabout. Like I took a roundabout way. It's never something that I thought I would be doing. I'm a writer by trade. Um, I blogged for military spouses for years. And then um, in 2015, I suffered, we were actually stationed here in Hawaii and I suffered from a pulmonary embolism, which is a blood clot in the lungs. And so I woke up in the hospital. We didn't know if I'd make it through the night. And from that experience just kind of changed it it informed everything else I did, you know, motherhood and my marriage and relationships. And I just realized um, how we, none of us have a guarantee of tomorrow. And I had been putting off living the military lifestyle. I always said, oh, I'll do that um, when, you know, the kids are grown or I'll do that when we're stationed somewhere for longer than two years or I'll do that, you know, when I have more time, more money, right? There's all these excuses. Mm -hmm. And so after that experience, I just decided I was just gonna go for go for it. And so I started pursuing kind of these dreams that God had put in my heart, um, which at that time was really encouraging women to do the same thing. And so to go after their dreams, to stop waiting and wishing and worrying and to step into them. And so I started the podcast, the Mom Once More podcast, and did that for um, a little while before I brought on my co-host, Amber Solis, that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I have done for you. Ye- for about two years now. Um, but what happened from that is I kept getting women who were reaching out to me saying, hey, can you help me start a podcast? Hey, I don't understand the technical side of things. Hey, could you ha- tell me like what microphone should I use? And so I just naturally started helping them do this. And then um, it kind of went from family and friends to people I didn't know. And my <laughs> husband said, I think you might want to start a business. Like this is, there's something here. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And so I'm just newly a podcast coach within the last six months, um, started and launched my first coaching program, and I absolutely love it. So I help women um, take kind of the confusion and frustration out of podcasting, and I help them, um, I like to say, put the party party into the podcast because it's so much fun. I mean, here we are. We've never met each other. We're united by this, by, you know, talking over the interwebs. Thank goodness for um, the internet, right? (laughs) So, and drinking, having a great time. And hopefully then our conversation then um, inspires and encourages other women who are listening to us. So it's so much fun. I love it. But that's kind of my long roundabout way that I got um, to where I am today. Wow, that's so inspiring. I mean, on so many different levels, that's, I, I can't imagine going through something like that, you know, and then that, like you said, is going to change everything, like the way you would look at everything in life. Um, so how long ago was that? So that was in December of 2015. Okay. Wow. Awesome. I'm so glad everything turned out okay. And that you're, you know, using your gifts that, that God gave you to help others. Because like you said, it is crazy confusing. Like uh, just, there's a lot of moving parts. Like, you know, like as we hopped on the call, I was like, Oh wait, Oh, let me check this. Hold on. I need to go get this. Like, it's just crazy. So it's so awesome that you can help people on that journey so they, they can fulfill what they need to. Yeah. It took me when I decided to launch the podcast, it took me about six months because I decided, okay, I just felt like I needed to have it thoroughly researched. And what I found was there was this big discrepancy between, there was a lot of free information out there, Mm -hmm. but not real good free information. And then the courses and programs that were out there were 
seemed to be for those people who had some kind of technical background, whether they were sound engineers or in radio or broadcasting. And I had I had none of that. Obviously, I'm a writer. <laughs> so um, I wanted to bridge the gap and create something for women who um, who wanted to start a podcast, but they didn't necessarily need all the all the information about equipment and the technical side. They just want to be able to get hop on a call and do what we're doing today. Yeah. So that that's what I love to do. And it's it's just so much fun. Yeah. Like I agree. That's that's amazing. So what I do, like I help small business owners kind of figure out their marketing because it it kind of reminds me of what you were saying. Like there's so many tools, they're not really sure where to start or how to do it. And like mm-hmm. you said, there's tons of free information to market your business, but they don't really know how to like start it. So they just kind of don't, you know? And so you know how it is, like just being able to help them like take that confusion out and see how happy they are to get started. Like it, there's yeah. just no better feeling. Well, and there's something to be said too about um, those of us who are a couple steps ahead. Maybe we're not, you know, we haven't finished the marathon yet, but we're just a couple miles in. I feel like we can encourage those people that are just at the start line so much better than, or maybe not better, but I just feel like we know where they're at right now, right? They have all this just like with your business owners, helping them with the marketing side and my um, beginner podcasters, helping them. We, I don't want somebody all the way, you know, at mile 26. I want somebody at mile three that can say, Hey, don't worry. I'm only a couple miles ahead of you, but I'm going to bring you alongside me. You can do this. Like let's, and there's also something about, um, paying some money and putting skin in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I know for my own business, it didn't grow until I took some classes and courses and invested in my business and put money where my mouth was. Mm -hmm. Um, And that there's something to be said about that too, to invest in yourself and your business, whether it's marketing or podcasting or whatever you're going to invest in. Yeah, I agree. And recently, and that's how we got connected was Amber's, um, the Blooming Business Sisterhood. And so it's, yeah, I kind of put it off for a long time and I've seen her and just like heard amazing things. And I was like, well, I don't need that. I got them so busy and all these other things, but you're right. Like it's a game changer uh, of just whatever it is you're doing. And you know, you need that like next step and somebody's right there to help you. And it just makes it, it's just a different perspective, I guess. So much. So yes, I totally agree with you. Awesome. Um, So yeah, I know yours is going to be a little different. Like, so balancing work and like life, you know, I know as a military spouse, that's probably a whole other, you know, just piece of the pie that a lot of us, you know, haven't had to deal with. And so, and, you know, having to be separated and travel and all that. So how do you like, what are your, um, hacks or helpful things to, to help with that balance? Oh yeah. Such a great question, Nicole. So I'm still learning this. Um, you know, I work, we batch record for our podcast. So um, like this fall, we'll record for two weeks on and off for two weeks. And then I also do all our editing. And so we don't, we don't source that out. Um, And so, and then after that, we market and we, you know, do stuff on Instagram and work on sponsorships and other things surrounding our business. But so it's a little different, but for the most part, I work when my girls are at school. So, you know, eight to three most days. Um, And then they don't actually go to school Fridays. So I have some built-in balance there where like I can't work Mm -hmm. um, at those times. A big one for me this past year has been rest. And so stepping into making sure that I'm taking 
one full day off a week, you know, whether that, cause especially work from home and you, you're probably familiar with this too, where, um, it's so easy in the evenings. Like if my kids are entertained, especially with not having my spouse at home right now to hop on the laptop and think, Oh, I'm just going to get a couple things done. And then before I know it, it's 11 o'clock and I've been working, you know, for four hours. Right. And so it's a slippery it's slope. So, <laughs> yes. The boundaries. So I found that, um, when my, my rules kind of are, when my girls are home, I try not to work. Um, and then I take one full day off where I don't do anything. I don't answer emails. I don't get on social media. I take a, you know, social media break. Um, and I've even done the implemented that this summer here where, um, I took a full week off where I, I didn't do a darn thing. And I went to the beach and read and hung out. And so that's, that for me has been working. Um, and I know it doesn't work for everybody, but finding that time and setting those boundaries and being really intentional about saying, I will not do anything, you know, on this day, that's been working for me for balance. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's a hard one, you know, cause like you said, it's just so easy to, to start and like it snowballs into something. And, um, yeah, it's something like, so I, one of my very first podcasts that I recorded like six months ago when I started, um, I had gotten like almost kind of burnt out. And it was like that week between like Christmas and New Year's. And I, I knew it was slow for my clients. It was slow for everybody. So I like took that whole week off and it was amazing. I hadn't taken time off like that in years. And so just like that reset of just like, I let my phone die and it stayed dead. And it was like the most amazing feeling. <laughs> oh, I love days. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so smart. You know, we say on the podcast a lot, we say we don't want our, um, we want our life to inform our work. And in order to do that, we have to live a life, right? We have to have a life yeah, <laughs> we have to exactly. go out and, and do things and actually live it. And so that's, uh, for me, I've been trying to really practice what, you know, what we preach. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Like you said, it's like a, we, we're still learning it though. You know, it's a daily struggle, you know, to, to remember to be intentional with our time because it just goes by so quickly. It so does. Um, do you have any apps or like automation that you use like kind of in, you know, in conjunction with that to, to like, you know, just automate things and take some pressure off yeah. you and thrive and all that. For sure. Oh, I love this question. And in fact, when I saw on your on your question list, I was like, I'm going to go back and listen to all her episodes, especially for this part, because this is what I love. I love to learn from others. Right. So, right? Yeah. It's because there's so many smart people out there. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, um, some of the ways that we automate, and then maybe this is a silly one, but the Voxer app, are you familiar with that? Um, I have heard of it. I don't use it, but I, I have heard things about it. So I feel okay. like I need to like research as soon as we get off this, <laughs> off of this, so I can figure it out. It's like a walkie-talkie meets an answering machine. So it's not exactly like leave it, you know, set it up and leave it go in the sense, in that sense of automation. But what it is is it um, allows you to leave somebody a voice memo, vo voice note, and then they can listen to it when they want and respond back to you. You can use uh, video, text. You can drop pictures in there. And my co-host and I use it all the time. Um, and it's just great because I hate, I don't know how you are, but I hate talking on the phone. Yeah. Um, I'm like, Same. oh, do, please do not call me. Send me a text. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so this is great because it's not like a phone call or a text where, you know, it's right on your phone. You have to go into the app. And so it's just 
it's easy for us to talk back and forth. I use it for tons of groups. I'm in a master part of a mastermind and we use it for our mastermind. And it's just, it's just so nice that you can list, go and listen and respond when it works for you, when it's right for your time. And then unlike text where I'll like, you know, go, Oh, I'm going to respond to them in a minute and then forget about it for right. two days. Yes. <laughs> this is right there in my app and it shows me if I responded or not. So I, I love awesome. that. Yeah. So that's the first one. The second one is actually a social media. It's for Instagram and we use it a lot. Um, and for our mom wants more, um, page, but also for my own and it's called plan P L A N N. And it allows you to, um, drop your photos in there and write captions and you can even set up, schedule a time for it to post. And it just, for me, social media used to feel like a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. um, particularly Instagram. And this is an easy way to, to set it and kind of forget it. And you can plan it out ahead of time where you're not, you know, sitting on the couch trying to type out a post because you haven't posted, you know, in a couple of days. You can plan it all out, see what your grid looks like. So if you're into, you know, aesthetics on Instagram, which I think most people are, it helps mm-hmm. you to see what your grid looks like ahead of time. So that's another one that I love is plan. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So those, those are two of them. I mean, besides email automation, I'm a MailChimp fan. I know a lot of people aren't. Um, I haven't made the jump to ConvertKit yet, but I like MailChimp. And so we have our automation in that for, for email service too. Yeah. Yeah. I use MailChimp. I know. I have I see a lot of ConvertKit um, everywhere and I've checked it out a few times, but the same thing. I haven't made that switch, but um, it does seem like it's a really useful tool, but um, so is MailChimp, you know. I guess yeah. it's for different stages, you know, as you grow. Exactly. I agree. And I, you know, I think that um, there's so many awesome things out there for business owners and entrepreneurs. And I think really it's what you make of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I had learned MailChimp and I know how to work it. And so it's just easy right now for me to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad to be a fellow MailChimpian. Woohoo. <laughs> Um, so what do you do to kind of help your business grow? Like how do you get out of your comfort zone to, to push your limits and crush your goals? And do you have any, you know, examples that you can think of, of of doing this? Yeah. I feel like I'm, because my business is in its, you know, in this baby stage, just starting out. Um, I feel like I'm learning the best ways in which to do this. But for me, I think there's probably two big ones from growing the podcast and then also um, launching this new business is not being afraid to reach out and either ask for help or collaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, collaboration has been huge. Um, and instead of you know asking women or for us, I say women because that's our niche audience mm-hmm. for both the podcast and for my coaching program. But um, just saying, hey, do you want, we do a lot of story sharing on Instagram and we do a lot of, um, you know, shout outs. And that for us has been huge. And I love that collaboration piece. Uh, it, you know, you've heard the term, I'm sure, collaboration over competition. And I think sometimes it's easy to look and see what everybody else has mm-hmm. and what they've done and how their gr- business is growing. And so for me, it's been really good to remember like we're all in different stages and I'm going to help out the people, you know, that are a couple steps behind me. And I'm going to ask for help from those that are a couple steps ahead of me and we can all learn together. So, Collaboration's been a big one that's grown our business. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think the other big one for me that I already mentioned is investing. Um, like you mentioned, we're part of Amber Housley's Bloomin' Business Inner Circle and um, just learning how tips and tricks to grow our business that way from somebody who um, knows a lot more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's been a big one. And I think just sometimes doing it scared, mm-hmm. just stepping out and not thinking it's so easy. I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but I'm in Enneagram four. And so I am big into feelings. And sometimes I feel and think way too much instead of just taking action. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's the other thing has just been really intentional to do it scared and take action on those things. Yeah, I I can not agree more. Um, so I had this idea for this podcast like two and a half years ago and I never, never said anything, never did anything. It was just kind of there. I even bought like the domain name, like that I've paid for, for a few years now. And it's just, it's been there. And then finally, like I was just kind of, I asked my best friend, she was the first interview that was like a few weeks ago and I got really great feedback. And so then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put this out there and see if anybody would want to to be a guest and see where this goes. I am booked through December. Yeah. Like I didn't. And so now I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> like this is going to happen. And like each Friday, like I get a little nervous. Cause it's like, like you said, like I don't talk on the phone. I'm like, text me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a podcast. Like what? <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> and so it's like, you know, it's putting ourselves out there and like still taking that like tiny step, even if it's just a tiny step and just being accountable and and going for it because there's no other way to do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I love, I love that you said you had your domain name for like two years before you acted on it and then you acted on it and look what happened. I think that that's a perfect example. Of, plus, I love the idea behind, behind this podcast too, the bubbles and biz. Like who doesn't want to sip on some bubbly and talk about their business? Right. Like, fabulous. <laughs> but the second piece of that that I think is if we, I guess if we narrow in on the real practical um, steps, podcasting right now is so big. Like if you want to grow your business, go get on a podcast, right? Um, people want to be in or start a podcast even better. If you have a, you know, a way that you could, gen- podcasting is a great way to generate leads for other pieces of the of businesses. Um, and so it, that's a great one is to either be a guest on a podcast or start a podcast. Those are super practical. I think the other things that we've seen a ton of growth in that I touched on is, uh, like I said, Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can be just as scary and vulnerable as like podcasting. Cause I feel like anytime like podcasting, it's usually putting your voice out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And our voices are super, at least for me, it's like, you know, you hear yourself on a message. You're like, um, is that what I really sound like? I don't yeah. sound like that. Yeah, like I cringe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, you have a great, you have a great voice for podcasting. Oh. You sound awesome. Oh, um, thank you. But then I feel like the flip side of that is also video, right? Like because we see ourselves, and so right now I think story sharing is another great way um, to grow your business and put yourself out there. And I know that's scary. It is yeah. for me too. Yeah, totally. I know it's funny because like with my clients, I'm like, you need to go live, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never gone live, you know. <laughs> Again, I need to take like your advice from earlier and practice what, you know, I preach because like, I know it, I know algorithm wise. I know people want to see you, you know, like the real life behind a business. People want transparency, but it is, it's scary. And like, you know, it takes 
you know, it's just doing it. Like you said. Yeah, it is though. It, it's hard. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So lastly, like your five favorites, what's your favorite book, your favorite drink, your favorite thing to, to do to relax, to watch and places to go. Or place. Ooh, okay. Uh, favorite book is probably Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Um, if you're a creative, even I feel like for business um, owners and business people, entrepreneurs, it's a great book. It's kind of all about the creative process and following the love. And she talks a lot about um, if you let creativity. She talks about it in a sense of a, it sounds kind of frou-frou. It's not. Um, like these muses, if they bring you an idea and you let that idea pass you by, the muses will take the idea somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so it's just very, I love it because it's equal parts, super encouraging Mm -hmm. and also like a kick in the butt, like get, get moving. So, um, I love it. It's a great one. And then what was the name of it's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Magic. Gilbert. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. check that out. Because, I mean, motivation and, you know, keeping that, you know, creativity, that motivation. Yeah, like as hard as a small business owner, you know? Yep. So, awesome. Totally. Um, so that's probably my favorite book. Favorite drink right now is a Mai Tai because I'm here in Hawaii. But there's one particular place that makes – it's called Monkey Pod. Um, and it's over in the Colina area. If anybody's listening in here on Oahu, you want to go have it. And they make it with a lily koi. Lily koi is passion fruit and they make this foam that goes on top. (gasps) Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's my favorite drink of all time. Um, so yes. So lily koi Mai Tai at Monkey Pod. That's my favorite drink. Uh, thing to relax. Oh, um, you know, funny enough right now it's playing cards with my girls. They're big into Uno and gin rummy. Um, we don't obviously play it like, you know, we just play it normal, <laughs> but, um, super fun and we can relax and have a good time. So that's, um, that's that or reading a book too. I do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Favorite thing to watch. Oh man. Right now I'm watching, um, big little, Liars, Big Little Lies. I always get this mixed up with the other show that used to be on the CW. Oh, um, I think it's Big Little Liars. Is it the okay. Witherspoon or whatever? Yes, it was okay. based on the book um, by Lane Mor- Morarty, and I love it. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's in it, and um, it's super entertaining. I watched, se- read the book, watched season one, and now I'm watching season two. So Nice. Yeah, I've heard fun things. I've never seen it, but um, it's like on my watch list. I'll have to, yeah. Yes, you'll have to watch it. Yeah. Um, and then favorite place to go. Well, right now it's the beach for sure. So yeah, <laughs> go boogie boarding and, and, uh, sit in the sand. It's so relaxing. Nice. Do you ever do like, stand up paddle boarding or anything out there? I know that's like really big over in Hawaii. You know what? When we lived here, I did have a paddle board that I would go, um, do stand up paddle boarding on but in the ocean it's a little it's a little harder than like you need like a calm cove or bay you know um so that you don't get dumped off a whole bunch yeah 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 that would be scary I know I'll I'll only go to like lakes that don't have any wind because like any like I'm not my balance is not the greatest so (laughs) I'm just like I'll stay here like by the kiddie pool and just do it but it's so fun (laughs) Yeah, it is so fun. And it's actually such a good workout. Like I remember after the first time I did it, my legs and my abs were like Mm -hmm. so shaky. 
So Yeah, like your core. And you kind of don't think about it when you're doing it. It's just like the next day you're like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. We d- we did do some kayaking while we were here and uh, lots of snorkeling. Oh, so. fun. Oh, I'm sure that's just amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so where can people find you? Like what's your website, social media handles, all of that good stuff? Yeah. So my website is um, alanadawson.com. You can find me there. Instagram, I'm at alana underscore Pilar, P-I-L-A-R. Um, my name was taken, surprisingly enough. And then um, Facebook, I'm Alana Dawson. And you can find the podcast at the Mom Wants More podcast. Awesome. So those are those are all the places you can go find me. Yay. And I'll put those um, in the podcast notes uh, whenever. The, so this is going to come out Tuesday. So I'll have all that information on there. Awesome. Great. Nicole, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun chatting about small business with you. I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's been, it was just fun. I mean, just talking about all of it and like, you know, and I think like that's why I wanted to do this so much because other people, like you said, are a few miles behind us and they need to hear it too. So thank you. Like, it's just been amazing. Yeah. You're so welcome.